0: Primo House Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Primo House Podcast. Primo.
2: The podcast about house music intended to teach, reach, and preach the genre. We are House Music. I'm Cammie Garcia. We have the Primo House DJs, Anthony Garcia.
3: What up, what up? Trey Garcia. Hello.
2: And our special guest we will introduce shortly. We're recording in noisy central west side San Antonio with our rambunctious mascot, Dowdy Longbody. Thanks for joining us today. Our guest today is a man that calls himself fantastic and lives up to the name Mr. Fantastic Dan. Hey, thank
1: Woo-hoo! you. You're all right to say I'm the one that calls myself Fantastic Dan. <laughs> I, mean, I about Nobody else made, I don't think Can you, you named name yourself, you name you name yourself, you name yourself that. You can't give yourself
0: your own nickname.
3: A oh, wonderful Dan. Yeah, right. I mean, but that's the dopest nickname ever.
1: It's really yes. great. And, and I've, really gone too far, I've gone too far also. I can't change it now. but. The
0: funniest thing is I introduced him as Fantastic Dan to my friends. I'm like, this was Fantastic Dan.
1: That helps.
2: I think I was trying to find your email address the other day, and I was like, I don't know his last name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's, it's
0: like Cruz or something. Fantastic
2: Dan. <laughs> Gonzalez.
1: Right. And so he's as it should be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All
2: right. First off, how are you doing, Dan? How's your weekend going?
1: I'm doing very well. He's yeah? It's going very well. Thanks, Some, glad to be doing uh doing this here with you guys having some profound discussions
2: yeah definitely we're gonna go deep um today we're talking to dan about live producers people who make music on the fly um in front of an audience not necessarily like in the studio only but before we get into that what have you been listening to lately let's start with you dan
1: i have been listening to records Cool. I've been listening to anything Is I can grab. Book? Oh, off of uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> off of uh, labels like Streetwise cool. and Prelude and uh, and uh, Sugar Hill and all those sorts of things. I'm loving old so I was breaks, about to say, not just house then, not just house, right not precursors to house, if you will. Yes, old school breaks and and Important. things, electro buggy and stuff that's really tickling my fancy dope man I, dope. I think
2: that's a great like even indicator of what kind of a dj you are really <laughs> um how about you aunt what have you been listening to lately
3: more chill stuff uh, i've to a lot of like anderson pock and mac miller and who uh, what else i've been listening to yeah just more like chill stuff like that more along the neo soul um, groovy stuff more R&B stuff yeah. hip hop shit yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: cool glad to hear how about you Trey what you been listening to lately
0: I am prepping for a Halloween gig next week um, and, I, and I bought some music recently that I didn't have an opportunity to play at the last couple of gigs so um, I bought a bunch of Afro House and I was going to try to keep it real tribally so I've been listening to that trying to understand it um, Afro House is completely different if you were to play like a full Afro House set a lot of vocals and chants so i don't really do that too much so it's a matter of me you know picking and choosing parts of the tracks um but also i bought a new record uh from uh, the sacred souls uh we went to this we got to see them here in town it was just life-altering so got the records so we've just been jamming on that
2: what kind of what's, what's
0: that it's uh you know oddly it sounds like they're from like the 60s <gasps> cool. uh but they're now um the dudes are it's like group of young cats and um, they're
3: like a uh, duran jones the track the one the with you
2: oh okay
0: so yeah. like
2: funky but more uh, that tracks more
3: of the funkier stuff they do but they do like oldies. more like old stuff
0: yeah, too. it yeah. sounds like well, it's funny to say that right because it's brand yeah. new it sounds like that new oldies yeah. yeah
1: oldies but they make the sound sound right crisp yeah, and yeah. new the oldies <laughs>
0: Nolde's. <In> <laughs> <laughs> okay, that that's how you do it. That's <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, that's what I've been listening to. Um, just like I said, trying to get prepped for cool. next weekend. Excited about the Halloween gig. Yeah, yeah. We have our second annual Halloween bash, and we'll get into plugs later. But um, yeah, that's what it's all for. That's what it's all about.
2: It's a different monster, I think. The Halloween party. I think you prepare for it in a way different way than you do for any other party.
3: It's a monster mash. Oh, <laughs> right. oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, last year I played... I'm cutting uh, your mic
1: off. Uh,
0: I, I dropped some breaks in there. I was looking for one... Sp- I, was, I was looking for uh, The Freaks Come Out at night. I had heard a breakbeat version of that la- mm. you know, a long time ago. And I was like, we'll go search for that. And while I was searching for it, I ended up finding out just all these other breaks, classic break tracks. And, of course, if I could have it my way, I'd play breaks all day. But... Um, just can't. So I ended up dropping about four break tracks in my set last year, and it just went off. I
2: remember that it, it really did.
0: Yeah, it's kind of funky. Dude. I don't know if it's a. We could probably do a show on it, but I don't know if it's because it's that little bit of a break away from the monotonous house sound, or if people thrive and want to hear that. Right? San
2: Antonio loves breaks. Like Anthony and I have it's happened to us more than a couple times where we're like walking at the park or whatever we're out and about mm-hmm. and somebody will have like a little speaker on and they're just listening to breaks they're just nice. sitting in their car they're just walking around like listening to breaks i'm like that is so that's wild cool. yeah that's this cool. city and then my like my students too they'll be like miss uh have you heard like breaks and i'm like why are you talking about that it's because that's what their parents listen
0: to are you holding <laughs> yeah meet me in the hall i mean go to the hall (laughs) oh my god
2: um okay so i'm a i don't know how i feel about this i sometimes i feel like i'm stuck in the like late 2000s um i don't mean to but i just keep finding myself there so i was listening to this commercial and i was like that's an awesome some car commercial you know car commercials always have the best songs and um I looked it up and it was that night call by Kavinsky. it's like super 80s synthy so i was like yeah i just want to go down this rabbit hole so i started like a radio and it's like you know cut copy and fantagram and flight facilities nothing like new it's all like old mm-hmm. stuff but i was i it's new to me i've never heard
0: a lot mm-hmm. of this mm-hmm. stuff so mm-hmm. it
2: was really fun super 80s super synthy new 80s nice. yeah
0: <laughs> N- not the <laughs> <laughs> The nineties. Yeah. Wait, that's already a thing. <laughs> I did hear that Gen Zers are calling uh, the '90s the late 1900s. Dude,
1: fuck them. <laughs> oh my gosh!
0: Okay, <laughs> it's amazing.
2: I saw a flyer the other day. I think this is gonna make you guys like feel a certain way. I saw a flyer that was promoting a house party, and they were—you know how we always list the genres that you mm-hmm. specialize—and it said classic house, and I was mm. like, yeah.
1: "You mean what I'm playing?" <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I always say, yeah, right, whenever I see that. I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Right. <laughs>
0: I'm, li- I'm not lying. Right, well, I mean, Classic House is a thing, right? And it's what we were all listening to in the very early 90s, right? Late 80s. And inner city. Strictly rhythm. Yeah. I, I mean, you can say all that. That's Classic House, right? What they're referring to, I'd be willing to bet, is probably more of the 2000s.
1: Yeah, that's what it's I'm it's relative. Thinking. I guess. I mean, technically, right. you could say the subliminal funky stuff, Caesar, and such is is classic house. But now. I was
2: thinking too, like whenever I try to explain house music, especially to younger people, because uh, their definition of house is way different than ours. I think if we listen to like new classic house. <laughs> seriously.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's tough to define because what we're listening is based off of. Which you might call classic house mm-hmm. right. stuff. What we're playing now and what we're uh, the stuff that's produced that we're playing is based off of off yeah. of that. You hear it in a lot of the you know loops. Yeah, our our loops uh, that all, were redone probably several times already. Yeah, it's
0: all throwbacks
1: and callbacks
0: to an era, and 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 we can't let it go, so we keep incorporating right. into new, <laughs> new tracks, and it's it's fine. I I think it's wonderful to us to a point, but. Right at some point we gotta evolve and and I'm not saying that for the whole, the whole genre. I'm just saying that for I'll shut the fuck up. <laughs> what well, I canceled? mean, <laughs> he's
2: done. No, I mean I think it's kind of like what you were saying about Afro house. So it's like don't do a whole set of yeah. that, but like mix it up and like yeah bring it back. Um, yeah. But
0: pay, pay homage to right. where it came from and I, I love doing that. I don't know if y'all are like this. I've said it before, you know, back when I was listening to tracks. When I wasn't playing house music. Now I'm playing house music and I'm like, I would have loved to play that back then. So I'll I'll get to drop it and get an opportunity to drop it and I'll figure out a way to you know to build it into the production. But yeah, it's uh it's tough. Tough house is
2: tough. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And with that, we're gonna take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right. And we're back. We've got Fantastic Dan talking about live producers today. I want to talk real quick about like, who we're going to leave out, and we're not like doing this on purpose. We are leaving out singers, like live singers, like a DJ-singer duo. We've done a singer episode, and I'd love to do another one, um, but we're going more for like the live producing angle this time. But, yeah, we'll bring back the live singers. That was fun. Yeah. Did that one with Chacho and Veronica? Yeah. Nice. That's cool. All right. Ant, what'd you bring for us today?
3: um so the person that came to mind live producing out of anyone was an artist called kink Mm -hmm. yes Um, yes yes and he's amazing he does house and techno and broken beat but he's the only one that i can think of that actually just does shit like spontaneously on the
1: fly like impromptu mixes and one man just by himself like
3: and the best thing is like he he's the only one that I've seen that like breaks that barrier between the DJ and the crowd. Like he integrates the crowd like the crazier the crowd gets, the crazier his sets get. It, like he, he brings out like a little mini keyboard and he hands it out to people in the crowd and he lets them hit the notes and make these music and like it changes everything up so like they get to be involved in making like the sound at the, set, you know, while he's playing. So For the it, it's pretty set. cool, yeah. Improvisational so everyone gets factors, in, yeah. Experience. So everyone gets involved and he integrates like all kinds of like synthesizers and uh turntables and you know uh drum machines and all kinds of stuff it's just, He's just he's he's amazing so yeah he, he he yeah he integrates all kinds of stuff and it makes yeah. it a really cool set
2: nice one yeah
3: yeah yeah it's a super cool track it's, it's really uh it's a long track but what's cool about it is that he, he like starts off really slow and like builds it up all the way to like this crazy like uh climactic like beautiful climax and then he like strips it down again yeah uh super cool song starts off deep and then it gets all crazy in the middle like but yeah i, I just like his sound
2: like I, I you know I like comedy a lot so sometimes I'll see like improv and they'll try to there's a lot of improvisers out there that do stuff with music mm-hmm. and involve involve the crowd like I'm the least musical like I dude I cannot keep a beat. I like my I don't know something's wrong with my brain like there's some wires mixed up in there <laughs> and like so if I were handed something I would totally mess it up but I've seen like people who are talented enough musicians who are able to make something of that terrible thing. Right, <laughs> I can imagine that a lot of that happens, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I
0: heard uh, kind of, kind of on the subject. I uh, one of my favorite tracks all time, right, "Idiotica" by Ideutek by uh, Radiohead. Yeah, and they have said that they aren't able to reproduce that same sound live, and they try it and they do it, and it's even doper every time they play it live. Right, and because it's all the patches and right. and sense right. and. Um, yeah, so it's amazing. If you if you go out and just search for a couple of Like Tech live versions of it, you'll recognize it, but it's just completely different, and it's just completely improvised, and they're doing it on the fly right there, and it's, it's amazing. Yeah. Each one's breathtaking.
2: Yeah. Dan, what did you bring for us today?
1: I brought something from a couple of guys uh called metro area people nice. know them people know them it's <laughs> a couple of guys i kind of really strive to morgan well, Ge- kind of strive morgan to be geist right. is uh,
3: it yeah it's morgan geist and uh i should get the the second
1: guy not sure of their names i should have looked it up before i don't know morgan geist was one of them yeah i'll listen Josh to more Sean. of his stuff when i see yeah. it yeah but uh yeah yeah metro area A little snippet from a live session of theirs uh, in Vienna in 2013. Uh, Like I said, a couple of guys that kind of always sort of strived to be like in some way. You can see how they, um, uh, one guy is playing the uh, low end synth and the other one playing a high end synth. And then, you know, uh, uh, and they have, you know, dub effects and and things like that. So, uh, that's what they're doing. That right. is so right. cool. So some guy, that's uh, one group I kind of always wanted to so be yeah. able to see live. Yeah, that looks like to. it'd be a blast. <clears throat> there was so much there. Yeah, the
3: other guy the, is Darshan Dishwani. Oh
1: yeah, okay.
0: It's like the the 80s reverb at the beginning, then some funk comes in, and then there's just like the groovy housey stuff.
1: It's yeah, so much a little, little different from the uh, actual song. Everyone knows that dance reaction is what that is. A little bit mm-hmm. different from... Uh, a studio version—that's what makes it pretty nice.
2: I love how, like, you know, the joke of what the hell are DJs even doing back there? Mm-hmm. You know, they're actually doing something. Right. Yeah. So when you see these
1: guys, you know, that's that's a thing when you you know do, when you're doing these sort of live sets like that, like uh, Kink and Sunshine Jones. I mean, you see all these. You know uh, contraptions in front of them, and you don't really quite know what they're doing. The layman is in the crowd, has no idea that you know someone's even making that music live versus a DJ set, right? But when you see these guys, you know playing their keyboards and stuff, it's obvious yeah, what they're doing. It's clear, but,
0: yeah. That's a great segue into my choice. What you got? <laughs> uh, Groove Armada. So chose for a few re- a few reasons, yes. right? One, just kind of older and um, really were one of the constants for my sort of evolution into house music, electronic music, right? And they always have kind of like, <clears throat> I don't want to say the bangers, but maybe the more commercially popular tracks. Um, so like them, yeah, same thing. They could play out, and they could be <clears throat> a couple of sense modulators modulars and stuff, and then, or they could be just like whole live band type of thing. So uh, the track I picked was, what uh, I picked. Oh, super styling no no I, that was i did i did and i listened to it for a minute but you then uh i C- chose baby. yeah i see you, baby with the, like the fat boy slim cheated half cheated because of fat boy slim in there but but yeah
2: uh while i load that up i'm going to tell you a story i was playing uh like those dancing games with my students the other day and it's kind of funny like every generation like there's a sound that you connect with And I very much connect with, like, that Fatboy Slim, Daft Punk, like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that kind of sound from when I was a kid. So I smoked them at this game that they've been playing (laughs) since they were in diapers. Like, they cannot connect with those sounds. (laughs) It was hilarious. They're like, what is this? It was so funny. (laughs) All right, yeah, here.
0: I like to think this is grandma grandma featuring grandma funk on it and, and so y'all everyone recognizes the voice but um, I'd like to think in some weird way given that these two cats um, Kato and Finley are from London or UK um, I'd like to think that uh, Disclosure got a lot of influence from mm-hmm. them I, I don't know that for a fact of course right but I think there's a lot of commonalities in what they do create a unique sound um disclosure does that wonderfully they have their own thing and you can recognize it distinctly that's them so same thing with these cats
2: all right let's check it out That's that fat boy
1: slim. Yeah,
0: <clears throat> I love sort of funky break. Chemical sound. Brothers. They're probably yeah. still getting paid for that track. Yeah. <laughs> it mean, was, it was right like right in now. every commercial, yeah. right? It was like every, every commercial, car commercial for a while. Yeah, it was <laughs> 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 every Honda Civic commercial. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> it was more. No, it was more of like the the Jukes and the Souls. The and so like, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> we tried to be funky and <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, that is so that I okay. I am loving this. We don't usually watch music videos as we do this, right. but. <laughs> I love this. This video did not age well. No. It's like a, a security guard like watching girls like get dressed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right,
0: right, right, right. Problematic. <laughs> very... I'm surprised they didn't come up with a sensor at the yeah. scene of the, at the beginning like a disclo- <laughs> disclaimer like
2: uh, <laughs> Trigger this was made in
0: 93. <laughs> <laughs> it was different back then. <laughs> uh,
2: that is such a Trey like era. I feel like that is there's an era of music that I know that you love and not a lot of not everybody necessarily loves it as much as you do. That is one of those, like that era I that you love. That. I think you've said that, like, um, about where you were at that time period. Where were you? You were living in San Diego? In
0: Germany. Uh, well, I left Germany and moved to San Francisco, yeah. Francisco. yeah. So it's like that whole
1: mid 90s electronic big exactly. beat, like they call it Chemical Brothers and Fat Boy Slimmons. Lottie, yeah.
0: Moby. Sneaker Pants. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Crystal Method. Like, it's just this wonderful like basin of music right and you don't you don't really appreciate it I think when you're when you're in it you just love the music right but then after a while you start to see these like um, I mean I'm sure everybody has it too right like you mentioned the thing that, that yeah, touches you right true. like uh, I know what Anthony's is anyone anything likes being touched by um <laughs> so and i'd like to think you know i mean i've known dan for what fucking the better part of 10 years now yeah. right? uh so i'd like to think I, I know what what influences you but the yeah you start to when that's your evolution when that's your sound you start to pick that out in other music and other genres and 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 uh it's the beauty of it for me right you just pull it all together and you're like man that i'd like to think that Megan Trainer is cool because she, you know, put this in her track, right? Yeah. And then obviously there's producers and people and backing behind right. her. But I mean, I, I mean, maybe I put more of them on, give more credibility to them. But I'd like to think that they really did get influenced by this. Yeah,
2: not to be a dead horse about this conversation, but man, not at all. I was having like kind of that thought earlier this week, because there's just some music like my brain will not connect with it. It's almost as if like the songs I already know, there's a, like a specific path my brain has already, like, made, like, a deer path. Nice. And so if it has, like, if a, there's a song that has, like, something from, you know, disco or something from mm-hmm. classic hip-hop, my brain's like, okay, cool, I like this.
0: You'll accept it?
2: I'll accept it. But yeah. if I don't recognize any of it, my brain's like, like, I almost don't even recognize it as music. Hmm. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I try to, like, open up my mind, but wow. That, that's,
0: you know, what would really help. There's a, a show on uh 91.7 it's just like this experimental thing and i got caught listening to it one evening i don't even know why i was driving so late but uh it was on late and it really was just these projects of like of experimental artwork and, and sounds it was half of them wasn't even i kept trying to count through some of it and i it couldn't right so it was just these like aura sounds I was like, sounds
1: like musical star streams back right. in the day remember that <laughs>
2: Uh, and I, actually, before I started hanging out with you guys, I did used to go to, like, noise shows and stuff. I actually do kind of get noise. Well, we're
0: glad we could get you out of that, camera. Yeah, it was, I'm just kidding. It was a dark place. It's a scary, weird
3: place.
2: <laughs> no, seriously, there's all sorts of weirdness going on there. There's blood. There's... Jesus. Power tools, it's a weird place. (laughs) But I kind of, I got it. Like, it did, like, it gave your brain, like, the brain fuzzies, right? It wasn't necessarily music, but it was, like, doing some sort of weird thing to your body or whatever.
0: Everything has its purpose.
2: Yeah, yeah, surely. All right. Uh, Man, I cannot believe nobody brought Sunshine Jones. I thought, I was, like, sure. I think we all were, like, pointing at each other. You, you.
1: Too obvious.
0: Too obvious. Yeah, you know, I mean, well, I was going to pick Dub Tribe. Right on. That was one of them too. Yeah.
3: So, yeah, yeah I mean, definitely. there's so many good live. It's
1: producers. so iconic. It's uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean Dub Tribe I think would have made a little more sense, right? I mean Sunshine absolutely loved the cat, right? So impressive. And, yeah, he's amazing, spiritual and you know, every time I hear him and see him, I'm just like I'm a different person for the next couple the of years. Right? It's the energy, it's the energy he
1: always brings every time. He's never like oh, I'm not feeling this. He always always brings it every time. It's yeah. like wow.
0: Absolutely. And we have a you know, we're fortunate I think to have a pretty good close connection with, with Sunshine. And uh but f- for me the reason why I like I said I picked Groove Armada was just sort of the their overarching influence on me throughout right. the, the decades, sense. right? Yeah, so yeah.
2: yeah. I feel the same way about seeing a Sunshine Jones party. It's it's like it's kind of changing. It, it changes your perspective on mm, a lot of things, oh for gosh, sure. Yeah. And, I mean, his spoken word, I'm always like, it, it always connects with me. Right. Even when mm. he's like, put your phone the fuck away. Mm. And he's, like, mad. But I'm like, no, he's right. Like, mm. put your phone away. Be here. I love that guy.
1: Mm-hmm,
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. And, you know, he's still, like, a peaceful, you know, kind of hippie guy. But <laughs> anyway, uh, so, you know, me, I I kind of chose something obvious. I'm a little, actually, embarrassed. But... Uh, <laughs> I did not choose sunshine. Uh, I she brought
0: Tommy <laughs> Newman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I brought some more crazy P, y'all. Like, have I brought enough crazy P to this podcast? Or like, when <laughs> we gotta call it enough of someday, some point? No, <laughs> I, I no, can't bring no, any no, no. no. Uh, but Anthony and I got to see him. And we uh, man, so unfortunate. See, it's that
1: relevant to them.
3: Well, them, two, them, 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 uh, two out of three. E-
2: uh, we saw three. That's
1: two. I've never got to hear any of his live stuff, so it's. Check yeah, it out.
2: yeah, it's beautiful. I, and you know, we're we're gonna go into this boiler room set and just a little bit, the live set. Um, but man, Anthony and I have this argument all the time about like what is disco, and I'm like, there's new, like there's people still making disco. It's just a different, it's just different, but it's the same. Um, and this feels like one of those sets. Like there's a drum set. There's you know. Um, Well, there's percussions, and then of course, there's the DJs and and producers doing their thing, and of course, the singer. Um, But it just feels like disco. All right, here we go. (laughs)
0: Yeah, but Crazy is not classified as new disco though, either, is it?
2: No, of course not. No, it's right. not. I think uh, so.
0: Do you? Definitely new disco. I think they're but they're doing new disco before new disco was. That's what I mean. Genre, That's like, what I'm saying.
1: So always kind of like, been like that.
3: Yeah, like
0: I I feel like
3: they don't. But I feel it's a little right. more
0: original than it is uh, sampling and taking pieces of other disco tracks, right? Because you you could I, some of the new disco tracks I hear and we've had conversations about new disco before everyone knows i'm not the, the biggest fan um but i did have my my uh education about new disco during when that time we i think we did it was adam Madrigal. we did yeah, uh, new just gonna, yeah. mm-hmm. and i respected a little more but i think what crazy p was doing is not the sampling and you know sort of repetitive looping of beats that to make i mean let's face it, a very simplistic track. Yeah, some
1: of that stuff is real whack. Yeah. 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 It's 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 just, it's not all created the same.
0: Right. No way. And Crazy P is far more original and creative than that.
2: Yeah, and I guess I'm, I I think I was going more into like, something like a Chromio. Uh, I saw Chromio describe themselves as disco artists and I was like, I knew it. I know yeah, it. Absolutely. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, It's inappropriate to call them anything else. Yeah. I mean, because you can
1: tell what they're influenced by, and then mm-hmm. they kind of go from there.
2: Right. It's it's not exactly the classic disco, and it's weird to call it new disco because I feel like new disco is its own thing as that, well. I,
1: that's what we're talking about. Yeah, sort
2: it's of just that straight up disco uh,
0: looping. Right, it's just a loop, right? A right, big loop.
2: But I think once you start getting your own instruments in there, yeah. we're talking about uh, something different. Chromio
0: is a whole different level.
2: Uh, so good, so anyway. live
0: music, and there's a lot of other artists like that too. Like I, I mean, oh, yeah. if you get down into it and start digging, you yeah.
2: Have we done a disco house yet? Just new disco, right?
0: Um,
1: okay. Man, I have
2: so many like thoughts and feelings, but I'm gonna save them.
1: Thought that Dano did that one. Yes. Yeah. Okay,
2: then I can bring it up now. Yeah. <laughs> um. Right. I feel like because of America being racist and we killed disco for so long, the Italians got ahead of us on no, it.
0: This I like where we're going. They got <laughs> ahead gonna...
2: of us. The French and Italians got ahead of us on oh, it. Oh, well, I thought have... we were going to
0: talk about Italians. Go ahead.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, just...
2: <laughs> they just have like such a huge collection of disco that we don't as Americans. And then they they have new like disco and new producers. Well, it's a
0: preservation of an art. I mean, they Correct. love what what we did and, the, and creating disco, right? And they just took the torch and carried it on. Thank God they did. Right. You know, we. I don't know if we killed disco out of racism. What? I don't know if that's the thing. Yes, it is. I think more so.
2: The, the, the disco's dead, the burning disco albums I mean, over metal.
0: Uh, that is- racism has a play in everything, but I think more than that, is that there was an evolution into this '80s sound? Disco, we all know, was born out of this Vietnam era of like free love, and we're finally happy to be able to sing and dance, right? And then it just evolved into this '80s cocaine, hot pink, and blue color stuff. Like yeah. it's just so crazy, and I don't know if it's a. I like. I honestly think it has more to do with the basicness and basic bit shit of America versus somebody actively shutting disco down right yeah
2: i don't think it was like your pop fans like i don't think it was you know, like your yeah that killed disco no, no, no. i think I it was your them. your rock and roll like scene and that was huge yeah, that's fine that too era. we could
0: have had both we could have had it all we could have had
2: it we could we have had, could it, have all. had, had it all it's a big enough country for all of us but anyway i love seeing that you know that they've continued on the tradition and finally in the u.s like we're kind of bringing it back um yeah. and i'm happy to see it
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: From my perspective, I think yes. it was, I think both of you are kinda both correct. Some a lot of racism did have a lot to do with it, but it's really just like anything when you have some underground stuff, you know, uh get popular, uh, when it becomes pop it just becomes so commoditized yeah. Is that yeah, a yeah, yeah 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 and then you know off, and then what happens it's like what, what happened to rap music you know what i mean with S- anything S- it becomes pop right? music S- <laughs> it's, it's, S- and then S- you know S- and, S- n- 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 and then everyone hates it and then what <laughs> right. happened what in my perspective what happened to it is it just went back underground and then you have these genres like boogie and like house your, your house, house house yeah literally
0: thankfully it went underground right i mean that's how we got house music so yeah that's true. Yeah, I'm sorry. You were saying, dance. yeah, exa-
1: yeah, exactly. You have these sort of subgenres, house and boogie, and even you know how hip hop kind of came out of that mm-hmm. afterwards. Exactly. That's yeah. um, yeah, true. And then uh, Italians also. In my perspective, though, I don't really like italian i love italian house. Today. Yeah. I, I don't really italian like disco. i don't like listening to the the new stuff they put out this is my opinion not don't know. i Saroni, love it like that.
0: yeah I, lo- I love it
1: but
2: none of their lyrics make sense <laughs> <laughs> so
0: good it's like they're speaking a different language <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> but even when they're speaking english right. it doesn't right. the like the translation look, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's not what mm. it's about <laughs>
0: love me party at <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Love me, I pony. I I I said this before and and I really hope if there's ever anything in my life I'm right about it's this that <laughs> <laughs> that we are due for a new musical revolution. Yeah. And 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 not because of timing, not because of 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 some sort of cadence in music, right? I think that we came out of such a rough period yep. uh the during pandemic. our last presidential term i think we're it's oddly it's rougher now like i and and i just feel like something will be born out of this that will help people so like i said yeah. if there's anything i'm ever right about i hope is that
1: evolution is inevitable and people are starting to see that whack music is whack and more and more you know uh good music is it for lack of a better term is 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 good is, oh. <laughs> getting more getting more more Gooder. quality music is getting more attention and yeah. you know it's going to be interesting right. to see how uh, good music is popular again like it was you know mm. Thirty that last, years ago,
2: uh, Lizzo song. I don't, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but I, I, I forgot where I was going. I was driving somewhere. That last Lizzo song. I literally cried because I was like, "This is just funk. This is just a straight up funk song on the radio." I was mm. so excited. I was so happy to see Sometimes that. Sometimes
1: the radio surprises you. That's where we're seeing kind of more of. Well, uh, yeah,
0: we've had a whole conversation about commercial uh, pop music, and I, and I'm, I'm like one of the only ones in our crew that like honestly I love and dig pop music, right? And but I believe. Uh, like the lizzo situation i believe that there are people backing her that are like man i remember in 88 this was popular i'm gonna do this again right and 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 that's sort of that that cyclical recycling of of pop music it's all the same shit right right i think they laid a madonna track over a rihanna track uh
2: elton john yeah no elton john did a britney
0: Yep. Is I think you're was? right. They just laid them over and the patterns were identical. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, oh <laughs> shit. <Yeah. laughs> one might have been pitched down or whatever, but Oh, I see what you're saying. But yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: All right. That's all of us. We're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're doing what are we doing next? We're lightning doing Lightning Round. Lightning round, y'all. Lightning round. Yeah. We'll get back. You know, before we go on break yeah, though, yeah. I did
0: want to say one thing about what we were talking about. About like the evolution of music and like whether disco was killed or not, but I think one of the challenges we have now that we didn't have in the early '80s uh, is there's just so much music, there's so many artists, there's so many ways to put out music, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean shit, we know some amazing artists and producers that aren't famous, don't have stuff out there, right? One sit with was right here, like we Dan one of the greatest producers I've ever met and pumps out some of the dopest sounds ever and I think so there's like so many opportunities to have all these music and then there's so many sub-genres and shit I was looking up I was reading an article about EDM earlier and I was just like what? There's some genres I haven't even heard of right? So <laughs> yeah. there's so much shit out there it's, uh, it's hard I think that's what makes it a challenge when we talk about that revolution and I still want it I still want disco to come back I still want something still like want something big to blow up
2: Want something so, real? Want yeah, to feel something yeah, real?
0: Exactly.
2: <laughs> Seriously. All right, we'll be right back. And we're back. We're here with our friend, fantastic Dan. Yes. <laughs> uh, Dan, I think you might be most well known for being um, a vinyl DJ.
1: Thank you. With the Thank deep you for cuts, I think yeah. the deepest cuts I
2: think I've ever heard. Oh yeah. How, are you a digger?
1: I am a digger. Um, I dig both in town when I get the chance, and also digitally. But yeah, for sure, I love rediscovering old stuff that I never heard. You know, uh, I do disco and boogie and stuff like that, in old school. And at some t- at some sometimes you get to a point where you're like, oh gosh, I think I've heard everything. I listen to all of them, but then. <laughs> You hear uh new stuff and and pick it up I don't
2: think I know what the genre boogie is.
1: So think post disco uh up tempo R and B early eighties. Okay. Think uh and and the like.
2: Yes, I'll think of Shalomar. What?
1: Shalimar, (laughs) Shalimar.
2: I don't know who that is. (laughs) Malamars,
1: Marlamite. Uh, Uh, Who else is it? Oh, you know these classic R and B bands. it's like like Prince, I guess. Okay, um, like they they use uh, synths and and drum machines, synthesized drums, and
2: I would I, I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like your style, like your favorite tracks are. For me, they feel like funk, but like subtle funk.
0: Well, that's that boogie you're hearing, right? right. So, because you could also classify Prince as funk, you uh, know, you could be, pull them in different areas, poppy, right? Right. Um, so, yeah, I think there's this. There's uh, not many artists that are gonna fall into the boogie category, right? For the layman, it might be something else.
2: So. Yeah, so I gave you a really long list of like topics to, like, choose from, and um, so you ended up going with live producers. And I wasn't like altogether surprised because I was like, oh well, he's a vinyl man; he's like an analog man. Like, of course, he's doing mm-hmm. that. I, I have a strong suspicion that people who are really into vinyl are also very into like analog. Thoughts? Anybody?
1: True. Yeah, people who are into uh, vinyl likely like you know analog uh systems and speakers and you know uh stuff like that if you're um (coughs) rotary mixers right right yeah right your rotary mixers and probably like hi-fi systems and things Mm -hmm. like that if you're a producer you probably um maybe like to do things a little more traditionally um like your drum machines and and, you know your classic stuff if you can speaking generally it's probably not all true i mean i use uh ableton and and synthesize many of my sounds um as much as i can also so who knows
2: so you you produce music also um and so you're saying you use uh ableton which what what do we call those again like uh what, what do we call those systems daw yeah, d-a-w, D-A-W. Mm-hmm. digital what what does DAW stand digital
1: for audio workspace workspace, if workspace
2: if I'm not yeah Um, so you use Ableton which is kind of what a lot of music producers use now Um, but you're saying that you also use like a synthesizer do you use drum machines as well?
1: I would if I had some um, the ones that they that they come out now with now are are pretty cool if I could find you know an old school um, 808 or something or 909 I'm sure I'd pick it up but otherwise I just try and, and, and pick up digital stuff and tune it and tweak it to my likings yeah
2: um, okay, let's talk about, so we just talked about how you're into buggy, uh, as well as obviously house. What other genres do you think you explore a lot?
1: I explore outside of, of dance music, you know. Um, a lot of people might know me as a, a reggae DJ. I held, down, uh, I, forgot about there that. I held down a reggae spot for a little while, and that was pretty fun. It's difficult. It was difficult being a DJ when you have such not opposite genres but different genres like that you almost have to create a different moniker for the opposite stuff
2: it's true right because it's like you don't know you i think that branding part is kind of important
1: because people don't know what they're gonna what they're gonna expect get, you know yeah. if they don't know you very well you could disappoint some people i guess i mean you don't see like uh a lot of jungle guys at house shows. Mm-hmm.
2: As long as you're not giving them anything whack, right? I mean, they might just be able to trust you anyway.
1: Right? Uh, you would hope so, but <laughs> you'd hope so. Yeah, I'd like to think I bring a general funkiness or, mm-hmm. or soul, in. yeah, it's about taste, I guess. Yeah, you have to trust your DJ's taste. That's true.
2: I would definitely say, I, I don't know what it is about like your style and in the type of music you choose from it makes me feel like a 70s house party
0: nice I right
2: i feel i see a green couch I so see that Someone the, who was born the com- in the late the 80s Me? <laughs> 90,
0: <laughs> that's, 90, <right>? 90.
1: <laughs> 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 that's what I'm going for That's that's what I'm that's going for
2: And it's like a really warm feeling It doesn't like It's just a very warm conversation pit Brady Bunch
0: That's what just I'm playing, going for I go
1: give him my keys when I walk
0: in Like the wood, <laughs> yeah.
3: The wood panel on the walls Nice yeah. Right yeah.
1: Late 70s, early 80s yeah. stuff Disco funky stuff it's without Without right. getting into Some of the more you know, cornier stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, that's dope, man. It's real dope.
2: What's your favorite place to dig?
1: Oh, Southtown Vinyl without having favoritism. Is that they got uh, lots of good crates under the shelves there to look into. Oh, yeah. I spent a long time there before.
2: Does Chacha ever put anything aside for you?
1: For himself, I'm sure not. Hogs yeah, right. it all. What are you talking for me, about? Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> yeah, we're right. He's like yoink. <laughs>
1: Maybe they will give me the third string. <laughs>
2: the third string. <laughs> Man, he does have some heaters, if they were though.
1: smart, they'd pull it. I mean, there was this
0: period when Tommy used to pull things aside for me. Um, if they were smart, they would do it because I would just buy that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I will just Done. go in there and yeah, grab Here's it. Here's
2: your little grab bag. Thank you. $150 a month. Come back yeah. next month.
3: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like a subscription? Yeah.
2: You know, that's a good idea. Honestly, that is a great idea. I've been talking to Anthony about, you know, like we should get back into collecting. I don't think Anthony's collect, bought a new vinyl and... A hot minute. I'll just like do one a month, right?
0: One record a month. Yeah. <laughs> how about twenty a month? Yeah, I know you're bad.
2: <laughs> you're bad. <laughs> um, okay, so you joined Primo House. How's it been? What Hell do you, yeah! How, how do you like it?
1: Quite a ride, if I may say so myself. <laughs> <laughs> how has your life changed? <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, yeah. What we've been doing at at Hondros has really been um, been a pleasure. I can't remember a place. That I've been a part of, that that really um, had that kind of good energy consistently, and and followers, new followers, not even people that you know we've always known. Yeah, yeah, it is cool to see fresh part, faces right? for sure. Yeah, it's, like there's
0: just times we just don't know anybody, and I'm like, I'm not mad at it. No, you. not We're at all. Love it. Yeah, it's dope. I mean, it's not for not trying before though, right? Right. Dan and I used to do this thing called Altered, and we worked together for a minute, and I, I, it was just like. I did a few it
1: just few wasn't working the same as for, as yeah. Hondros is now yeah. for I mean I what mean, were we doing different was it maybe it was the sound who knows so many different factors i i think
0: uh one i know that i probably should have been playing out and then you were clearly <laughs> still dope. You were dope then. You're. you're uh, and it's uh, yeah. cool venues though. We uh, they did it at we Frank. Did. I played with yeah, thought did. about we're that right the
1: other day. Who knows why it wasn't working? I mean, I it's mean, a big. It's it, a big place. It's tough to get you know, Frank partially. To in there.
0: You know, a little bit of it was. I don't think I was. I, I don't. It's hard to talk about because I don't know. I don't think I was known. Um, I, I you know, I'm from here. I was I just newly started playing house music. I, was, I think
1: it was within your first five years of DJing here. If I'm not no, mistaken, oh, absolutely, yeah.
0: I think I'm still,
1: I'm in that still. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> so, so yeah, it's, uh, yeah, you're right, and 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 I don't think that popularity has anything to do with it. I think no. it has to do with the fact that, like, when you can produce something um, that is likable and someone experiences it. Then the word of mouth spreads, and you yeah. can start to trust in that brand, right? And we just didn't have that opportunity. You and I both had left Deep South Collective, and uh, we'd worked a little bit with Southtown Vinyl and doing some things. But then we we're like, "Hey, let's let's do this little thing. We we're having fun together." But I think that's what it was, right? We were just like playing out and getting the opportunity to play. I got to play records. That's what we we're doing mostly. Right. That's all we did actually. Yeah, right. we were just playing records. So,
2: I uh, Anthony and I went to go see Colette recently, and there were a lot of young people like out at the party and it just like dawned on me. I was like, you know, I don't go to a lot of parties with young DJs. And I was like, you know what? It's cause they don't know how to throw parties. Um, and I, I so I was thinking about that, you know, you're saying, I don't know why it didn't work then. And now it's working. I, I maybe my argument would be that maybe you're just better at throwing parties.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'll, I'll accept that. And, and I, I, that definitely is a factor. Like I said, there were so many different factors. Dan and I were always trying it at a, at a newer spot, or it was someplace that hadn't been vetted yet. Frank right? was a so, super
3: cool... Frank like, was amazing.
0: Frank yeah, amazing. Yeah, but we also stopped. had limitations on how loud we could be because of the...
1: Uh, it was an antique... society. size, uh, how, how do you... And Put you know your own sound in there, and you make it fill sound that good. Right. And we Holy did. Cop. I mean, I think I blew like two
0: subs there. But <laughs> the thing is, is that it was a uh, historical marker. Yeah. The building was so every time we could only have the the low frequencies at such a, a level because it would rattle the. the yeah, you want
2: to bring there. the church down. <laughs> yeah,
0: but literally like the roof was on fire a couple times. <laughs> there's that. We did. We had an opportunity at, at Rumble and and that was amazing. Remember, we were doing like the fifth, like every fifth Saturday right. we would rock out. And, and so you're right. It, it's, it's, and I've thought about this before. It's like, what is so different now with Primo House than what Dan and I were, were trying to do in the past? And, and there's all these different factors, but I think... Mm-hmm. Timing is one. You know, we had the opportunity of of launching right before the pandemic, and then as we get into the pandemic, I think that was you know Cammy started the podcast, kept that sort of momentum going, and we've talked about this several times. But that got the momentum going, and I think it's sort of like build, built help build that anticipation yeah.
1: of what we yeah, might yeah. do, what uh-huh. we
0: could do, and then we came out strong. I mean, now we're like eight DJs uh, and Cammy and and loving what we do. Like you said, I I don't know. Any other place I've never had the experience in San Antonio that creates that energy that we have at, yeah. at Primavera.
2: I know one Back of the reasons, w- one of the biggest things that I've learned from you, working with you, Trey, and all of you guys, is the commitment to quality. Really, I think you're you're. That's you, what it is. That's right? the, that's
1: the key. I mean, we had quality music at that time, but was the sound as good as it could have been as it is as as is now at at Andros? Right. Probably not, and. Several other things, but that's true.
2: Yeah, I I think it's the commitment to like the the end user experience, right? Like what is the audience like? What are they getting out of this? Are we harassing their ears with shitty sound? Or are we like giving them a pleasant experience? Are we coming in unprepared and making them feel uncomfortable? Or are we, you know, doing the homework? Like, you know, I, I know you guys do your homework.
0: Yeah, a wise man once told me that it is about... The entire experience from the time that that consumer or customer or fan or dancer receives that flyer to the time they tab out and walk to their car, right? Or walk to their ride. And that was Enrique Corteside, the one that told me about that. It's just like he thinks about the entire overall thing, right? It's a package, it's an entire marketing package. And um, so, yeah, that's honestly the key. And like you said, some of the younger DJs, uh, not shit on anybody at all. No, no, no. But one, it's timing. We don't have the, the availability and ability to go out and support, unfortunately, most of the time. Secondly, you're right. You know, We have a choice to go and do something, and we're going to seek out some quality or seek out some good sound. Right.
2: I mean, we're just also... Anyway, yes, you're right. I was going to say, we're just not crazy like EDM people. Like I know the quality raves are happening, but it's still people that are like been around mm-hmm. who are throwing those parties, let's be real.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so
2: those guys know they know that industry inside and out.
0: So you talked about a little bit about Primo House and joining and we love having you as one of the greatest uh, I think our our choices to bring in the DJs we have is just it's been cool and so vetted lucky. and yeah, it's a it's a, a collective thing. Uh but tell if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about how you got involved in production, DJing and, and, and maybe even house music.
1: Oh um. My story's interesting, you know when I was uh, when I was uh younger in my in my teenage days, I was like a hardcore rap head hardcore rap, you know the rap of the day, like uh it's when no limit kind of started to come up, and you know your old school uh, master P right, and, and then your West Coast stuff and your you know those things we all know the bone and the like, <laughs> yes, we and the all like. know them. so uh, yeah, I was into that and, and um. Um, really what I, well, I think what my, what my production, uh, yearns came from was, was, you know, that was during a time when rap music was really on a, on a decline late, you know, your late nineties when, Nelly and all that stuff started coming out, and you see that it's on Rap City, hair. and you're like, "Bro, he you're might, like, Nelly's uh, great." This? he might listen,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nelly, if you're out there. We have one, sub, we have someone in St. Louis. listens like, is the podcast. Somebody likes it. Um,
1: this wasn't to my taste, right? And I'm no. sitting there watching Rap City, and I'm like, "Gosh," I'm like, you know, my brother, uh, he had, he was into um, making his own music. You know, the grunge and stuff is what he was into. So he had, he had some stuff. And uh, I remember watching Rhapsody and saying, gosh, this is awful. I can, I can make better stuff than this. And the little light bulb went off. I'm like, I should make something better than this. Mm-hmm. So I went in there. And it's funny because we used to have this, uh, this uh, karaoke machine It had two tape decks, right? So one side plays your music and the other side records your little singing voice as you, as you sing along to it. Cool. And uh, he also had this uh, keyboard, a Yamaha so i figured out if i get two tapes i'll record the drums on one flip the tapes while the drums are playing i'll play the next you know bass line or whatever and by the time i got to like the fourth take or whatever it sounded awful of course the first thing <laughs> i sounded like this what we now uh consider amazing tape hiss yeah but uh it was some pretty rough music so that's what i started making out uh making stuff uh rap music, that was in the late 90s, and then... It was beats. Right, beats. Yeah. Beat tapes. Mm-hmm. Actual nice. beat tapes. You know, nice. they have beat tapes now. Nah, these are real beat tapes. What were we going to ask, him? Sorry.
2: What the heck is a tapist? Tape hiss. Uh, the, the
1: the tape, d- hiss.
0: The tape, tape hiss. Tape hiss. It's a hiss from you the tapes. You know you play a tape uh, and remember a cassette?
2: cassette? Yes, I have.
0: Cassette tapes?
2: I own two cassettes back in the day
3: before CDs came two. out. Whoa. So then you, you remember the hiss?
2: No. When you yeah.
0: press play?
1: Yeah, so it's, it's beautiful.
2: Oh, Okay, the click
1: no, it's got a hiss underneath. Holy crap! I never know. And if you dub the tape several times, you get a mighty hiss. I have four hisses, and it's similar to a vinyl static.
2: Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Crackle
0: and pop.
1: The, yeah. That. Yeah.
2: The, yeah. It's
1: very okay. distinctive hiss.
2: I don't know if my Britney Spears tape had that.
1: It. <laughs> I'm sure it did. <laughs> it did. So uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the
0: the tape here. <laughs> we have. It's- we have a nest in the house as well, and she's like, "It's the fucking tape, dumbasses." <laughs> it is. It's, a, yeah, tape. it's the tape. It's the hiss of the tape, the, the metal and magnets, and and yeah, so yeah.
1: creates huh. a nice old school warm sound. That's why people like messing yeah. with these uh, uh, tape machines now. Okay. But yeah, that's how I got into it, and uh, as my taste changed uh, around the millennium mark or so, yeah. um, naturally I started. Messing with electronic music and mm-hmm. and house and stuff. I don't I don't really make that much. I mean, I make house, but you know, the DJ side of me hates everything I've ever made, right? Nice. Because I would never you go play. It. I would never <laughs> play it. So that's a, that's the thing about about producing in today's today's world because you can make anything. Yeah, you just kind of uh, express yourself. It's not like in the old days where you know uh, house DJs were making house tracks for their sets, you know what I mean? For, their, that, for, for themselves. You know, so yeah, in that yeah. day, that was really the only way that you could uh, perform your song if you're an electronic musician, right? Unless you're like the Chemical Brothers going out there. The only way to perform your song was to put it in your DJ set well, it was as easy to share
2: music back talk then.
0: Talk about tape, right? When they were literally taking the fucking uh, tape of the of a real to real and taping it together, right? So yeah. they can make the track oh, longer. Oh,
2: cool! Uh, wow! Right, the splicing the
3: tape. Yeah.
1: yeah, very first editing. Larry Levin, mm-hmm. Knuckle, I think Frankie Knuckles was doing that. Right. Like yeah. Started. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Exactly. So you're a pretty laid back DJ for the most part. Um, like you're just like you know, go in and chill. Did you have to change up your style for Primo House?
1: I think we all tweaked it a little bit <laughs> i don't think
2: anthony did <laughs>
1: i will disagree okay i think we all love uh i think we all um it. figured out what the crowd wants yeah. right and it's like that oh, yeah, yeah. sort of hardcore funky up-tempo disco mm-hmm. house sound right and you, can, you can binge
0: off a little bit once in a while but right. you better bring that shit right yeah. back yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> at, that, at that golden hour you better be playing right. the right thing or some some something like it um so yeah definitely I mean not that I didn't play that stuff before, but I definitely had to or bring couldn't. more stuff uh I was definitely procuring more stuff like that than I ever had before. I think Trey kind of did that same thing and Anthony, from yeah. what I recall uh used to play more if, if I'm not mistaken, your preference was like uh, uh like like John did a uh, more um jack jack jackin and yeah. stuff yeah. right. I don't think yeah. he's
2: changed. He's still checking. So, yeah, it is, but it's more
1: a of a disco
0: genre.
1: Exactly. But it's okay. more of a disco disco week. influence. Yeah, that that's that's absolutely wonderful. So we've all correct. kinda done that.
0: We've all had to tweak it and, and I, I remember um I mean t- to be honest <laughs> primo house has honestly made me a better dj just in general right because i i was used to kind of that opening slot where i could just i had to stay at 122 120 right i was just kind of chilling i got to play whatever the fuck i wanted and i had fun with it and i learned my tracks but then uh, and i i remember starting to play a lot of the 12 one o'clock to 12 one o'clock spots and i'm like man now i get why anthony and and stephanie um Soul Stairs, right? Yeah, like yeah. She, Stephanie Soul. I used to always wonder, I was like, do they just have fucking bangers? All like, do they just play banger after banger after banger? Yes. And <laughs> you almost have to in that time slot, right? I mean, while you're, you're curating, you're, you're producing, that's great. Uh, but yeah, and I, and I had to like, wanted to stay true to my sound while banging it out a little bit yeah. too, right. right so it's just i've it, it, it helped me better and, I, and i've done it to you dan as well i'm like hey man um because we rotate our slots dan and and chacho and i play together and, and when dana was there as well um and we would rotate the slots and i'm like yo you're up like you're gonna play this closing slot now and i'm like i know you're dope but fucking bring it right (laughs) and we've all seen him we've all oh yeah Josh and I have been playing with Dan forever right so we've been seeing him rocking and know how funky he can get and then I'm like yeah dude now's your fucking chance just fucking throw it out there He's dope, and he's been dope every time.
1: You know why it is. It's because you know, it only takes one time of getting up there in that golden hour, and you play something incorrect in that fickle Hondros audience. Oh, so dude. clear it out on you, and, <laughs> oh, and then you know what to do from there. You yeah. never do uh-huh. that again. Yeah, exactly. You, That's never dope.
0: Do it again. you never do it again.
1: I, I don't want to lose you.
0: Right. To
2: <laughs> don't go. I love you, <laughs> baby.
0: The <laughs> crowd just disappears. Yeah. Oh it no. It
2: happens, it happens. I wonder, I really do wonder if San Antonio's like tastes are different than other cities. I think it is, but
0: Oh man, I, I mean there's definitely a tasting. I think there's definitely
1: Yeah, when it comes to house, I think there's definitely a San Antonio sound, so to speak. Yeah. I'm not sure if I can uh define it so much, but it's it's yeah. there.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I feel like uh, when we go to parties in Austin, I'm like, oh, a lot more laid back over here. I'm getting a little sleepy. No, just kidding. <laughs>
1: that's true. No. That's true. Yeah, because you have people come. Of course, I mean, everyone that's came has been great. But you have people who will come from somewhere like that and think that, you know, uh, when they come to our spot, it's going to be gonna so easy. Right. And it doesn't translate,
0: yeah. you know. Yeah, but you know what I have heard from nine out of ten of the, the guests that we've had this year. 'Cause we hit it hard and heavy with guests for twenty twenty two. We did that on purpose and we're not doing it in twenty twenty three, but whatever. <laughs> don't ask um, we uh yeah, don't ask no. <laughs> We uh each time or nine out of ten times they were like, dude, I'm fucking nervous. I'm nervous. I'm like, You're fucking dope. Shut the fuck up. Like why yeah. why are you nervous right now? And they're like, We've just seen the videos, we've heard the buzz, like uh so that's amazing. Then they got their rocket and like yeah, you're not yeah, yeah. the third track, you're you're not knocked dust mean, off. We're not
2: good. you know, even if they It's a nice people. Everybody's so nice. The people we hang out with and the people that come to our parties. You're right about the vibe there. Like, you know, fickle or not, such nice people. Mm -hmm. I think one time we've kicked out somebody. Mm -hmm. I I mean, we really don't like have to do that. It's just like there's a it's a weird. It's pretty
1: surprising considering where it is.
2: Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Out on the strip that uh, I'm sure people are getting kicked out of places left and right over there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Let's take a break.
1: Okay. All
2: right. Lightning Round. Welcome to the Lightning Round. Before we go, we have some questions for you. Answer them without explanation. Are you ready? Yes. You're stuck on an island. Pick one album you take with you.
1: That's that tape hiss? Yes. (laughs) It's not a dance record, and it's not a funky record. That's fine. My lovely wife-to-be, Vanessa, will appreciate it. It's the Astrud Gilberto. It's an Astrud Gilberto record that has uh girl from Ipanema. And Ipa, Ipa and oh, right oh, dope. And so it's nice. Like, and uh, stuff. It's just a, such a really nice uh, song to listen to, like, yeah. in the samba mornings record. and such. You're right. Yeah. So yeah. It's a it's a Bossa nova Bossa nova. nova. Bossa nova samba. Right on. Yeah. That's
2: dope. Yeah, you're not taking a whole... Dance record with you right. for the rest of forever.
3: You're going to dance forever? <laughs> I mean, you don't <laughs> you dance do you want to do <laughs> take the Dead Mouse I You don't want to take re- the uh, Dead <laughs> Mouse album? A
1: dance till I die. <laughs>
2: What's your favorite curse word? Shit. Oh, all right.
1: It's first. I guess. I guess. I don't like to say it, but sometimes it just comes out. I, dude,
2: <laughs> yes. Same here with that one specifically. If you could collaborate on an album or a single. Up.
0: Sometimes it comes out. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, proceed. I'm
2: cutting that. <laughs> if you could collaborate on an album or a single, who would you like to do that with?
1: Oh, gosh. What do you mean? Like someone famous? No. In Anyone. Anyone. Anyone in the world? Anybody. Yeah. Dead or alive. Dame Funk. Just nice. is the one that comes to That's mind. Tough. He's the one uh Yeah you know, he does that funky kind of uh boogie okay. sound like we were talking about and gotcha. I've, uh discovered lots of records because of him too, so.
2: Nice. Most commonly used emoji.
1: I don't use them that much, but it is. The Heart with my lovely fiance.
2: <laughs> What's the worst track that someone's ever requested from you?
1: It's bad bad bunny. Not that it's bad, but I mean, it's bad to request it from me when I'm right. not doing We're that. Doing obviously. a house thing. Right.
2: I feel like you're like the fifth person to say that. It's like Because everyone funny. wants it. What do they? I don't but know. Is, what is it about request. that guy? <laughs>
1: He's cute. He's cute. Not his beard, I guess. He That's has cool. a good, pretty good beard. That's it.
2: How many records do you own?
1: Okay, let's see. Now let me do a.
3: Where do we begin?
1: <laughs> now, I'm only going to say records that I. Play. want to keep so there's some records that I would let go of and uh so let's say okay how many records fit in a little I love that you square collections to
0: 100 depending on how you lay in these yeah it's a let's say right right in the 70
1: might surprise you maybe not that as many as one would think maybe less less than a thousand 500 that sound like too much
0: no I think you probably have closer to a thousand because think about what you have in your carrying cases. That's already two hundred. All oh, right, that's two hundred alone. Right, easy uh, one sixty. Okay, I might be closer then, to a thousand. That's yeah. shocking. And then you have the ones that are laying out on your floor that you never put into a crate right. or a case. And yeah, seriously. No, I mean this is a thing. Yeah, that's I'm looking mine at is. like
2: thirteen hundred probably. That's on the low end. Two hundred in your case. So let's say that 70. to me
1: sounds like a high end. But
2: really. If there's 70. We'll go with a G. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know it's why it's so. I got the weeds with this. <laughs> Carry uh, What's the most underground record you own?
1: Mm. Shit, I don't think I can even answer that. Underground. I mean, they. Uh,
2: Whatever your definition of that is.
1: Right. Sort of. Sort of, uh. I don't know. Most underground, the most sort of rare, if you want to call yeah, it that.
2: or maybe like banger that nobody knows about, that only you...
1: If I have to think of a sort of a rare record, is this, it's a hip-hop record that has a, an old Dirty Bastard song that I'm pretty sure no one has heard. Damn. And I don't remember the name of it, and the sound is horrible on it, but... but it's grimy it's It's grimy
2: mixtape record style kind
1: of yeah like an EP with sort of hodgepodge
0: he's like nobody's heard it he goes ooh baby I like it Uh, raw is it it called (laughs) got your money (laughs) yeah baby I got your money Uh (laughs) never heard it (laughs) <laughs> that's dope, man. That's actually yeah, interesting. That's, awesome. that's really interesting.
2: What's the shittiest gig you've ever played? Or yeah. when was the moment you decided? to Why are you looking
0: at it? me, bitch? He's like, you remember? He's, like, he's
1: like, I
2: still haven't forgiven you for it.
1: <laughs> ah, the worst one. I don't know. It's probably <clears> at <throat> something stupid, like a maybe a hookah lounge or something, mm-hmm. where nobody cared. I don't know.
2: When Okay, alternative question. When was the moment you decided to stop playing weddings?
1: I've never... You know what? I did play one wedding. And it was a backyard wedding. Oh, that's good. And they... Uh, Specifically wanted you. They want... My friend got it for us and, uh, mm. because they wanted reggae. He got with me. But, uh, of course, they wanted, like, red, red wine and stuff. Not like... oh. Uh. Hardcore 40? Rasta man like, kind of, They don't want to hear Like a no. hardcore Rasta okay, They want shit there. directly
0: From Kingston Right <laughs> You just played
2: sublime The whole time I
1: have nothing like that I just came you in You just played
0: no diamonds UV red red wine <laughs>
1: I came in with Hardcore ites And they did not Know what was going on <laughs> the wow. bride's like Bumble
0: Clot what is this
1: <laughs> I did bring Red Red Wine and they played that at the, right at the peak you're like I played them. it five times and you scratched on it so, so they did pay us because of that <laughs>
2: they, they did
0: they did it's pay double. us because oh, I played Red Red, red Wine for, it, nice. for well, them as long as you're getting paid alright
2: <laughs> right, we're at the end but before we go let's get some plugs in
0: well, first and foremost of course hit us on the socials Primo House on Instagram Primo House on Facebook we have our Second annual Halloween bash coming up on mm-hmm. October twenty ninth. Um, last
2: year's was insane. It was yeah,
0: crazy. Yes, it we have some great shots from that night too. Oh, uh,
2: I had to work the door. It was so packed.
0: Who was My? it? Our boy Frost took the photos that night. Yeah, some dope ass shots, that man. Was, um, yeah, we have a new video coming out. Uh, just a promotional video. I'm trying to figure out a way how to how to market that, and promote that. But that thing was fun. Uh, we have. Um, some other stuff in the works that we're just working on trying to trying to uh, expand in the city. And anything else we need to plug? Do you no. have anything you want to plug? Mr. Ah, just Dan? the
1: stuff that we're doing, you know, Primo's of course. Uh what is it, first and third Saturdays? It's just every other and it kinda of, sometimes it aligns that way, sometimes okay. it goes. Every other Saturday is the... at Hondros. So. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Kind yeah, yeah. of cash yeah, may, yeah. may or may not be there uh, and
2: I would encourage people who are not like super super into the scene, if you're like just kind of dipping your toes in, follow every single DJ as well. Um, like we have eight DJs, but they each have their own gigs separately. Right. So if you're wanting to like really dive in, follow all of them. That way you can just kind of know what's yeah, going Anthony's
0: on. Anthony's doing a monthly at Southtown 101 with Adam that's, that's great. Uh, that thing is going pretty well. Well, we have uh, Coulier in Austin. He's doing stuff on the regular. David oh, Isaac's yeah. Doing some uh, David Isaac projects. is is is, is uh, doing some pretty cool shit. He did a he beach He just did party. a beach cleanup. Yeah, they did like a beach rave, I think. Uh, I don't know what the kids call it. I think it's a rave. Festival yeah, a thing. festival. It was a festival. It was just a bunch of local artists. <laughs> 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 and then um, uh, I was fortunate enough to get uh, booked to play. Oh, I mean, I know we're doing plugs. But I did get to play the wind down in Austin. That was, awesome. and that yeah. was fucking bad. That's such a cool Those place. dudes are so cool. Uh, CJ Chris just—that's a cool, a great...
2: like, for us San Antonioans. That's a good, like, Sunday drive. Oh man, go do that shit. Come back. So it's a really nice. So event.
0: fun. When I was playing, actually, this dude kept like looking at me, and he came up, bobbing his head, and he's like, "Hey man, what's your name?" And he was—he was from Detroit. And he was just down in town playing. He had some badass stuff in Detroit. He gave me a sticker or whatever, and I was like, "Follow me." But I'm saying, invite me to those job? experiences are cool. And I was fortunate enough to get booked to play November 26th in Austin with Midwest Sessions. So I'll be playing with Nas and uh, Blendy and QGJQ. So Don't that's- you have
2: something coming up with uh, Natty too?
0: he's playing too. Yeah, he, oh, yeah, party. yeah, he's All opening right. for me. He's a direct open for me. Oh, my <laughs> God.
2: What is it, he's is fucking, bedtime or no, what? totally
0: <laughs> joking. I don't know if I'm opening for him, but fuck it, man. My picture is on the on the flyer, not his. Oh, he sent God. me one. He sent me a, a picture and he superimposed his face. Oh. Superimposed his face on it. Yeah. <laughs> With
2: your body?
3: <laughs> yes. It's such a dark.
0: But no, that's, freaking, that's an honor, man. you get to yeah. play Summit Lounge. Uh, so I'm excited about that. Yeah, so that selfless, seamless plug.
2: Yes. No no no. That's that's what it's all about.
1: I'm gonna go ahead and plug uh remedy first yes. second sat second, second Saturday. Second Saturdays with DJ Nico. Catch right. me out there sometimes as well. Yeah. It's pretty cool stuff that going on completely. down there. Are you doing but, that regularly
0: now? Is that what's cool? Not more?
1: regularly. I mean whenever you know uh whenever I can, I right guess. On. But oh. Yeah, somewhat, somewhat. but yeah. is super That's cool, cool um, second It's a cool corner event. and a cool spot. What, cool spot, uh, what yeah. he's doing with it is, is really cool. I can't believe it's been there a year, man. Right. Templars. So dope. And other than Shit. that, now just uh, check out Fantastic Dan Rodriguez and Fantastic Dan RGZ. What's your last name? Is Rodriguez? Finally yeah. Revealed it. Yeah. <laughs> took the whole episode to hit for him to reveal his last name. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. follow me on the old... Facebook and Instagram for uh, new productions and stuff coming out here and there. That's so what we're oh, focusing uh, on this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, I was going to say, we all talked about everybody's doing some separate... Chach is also doing a lot of stuff. Dude. But this stuff. Yeah, of course. I mean, he's got a... I think he has a fucking agent now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he's doing the... the that- New bar, the old school, whatever. The Be Kind Rewind. The, the be yeah, be kind yeah. Rewind. I Every think he's Friday doing a night. Friday regular uh, 90s or 80s night or something like that. Yeah. Well, either way. So yeah. I think it's a 90s night.
0: He's probably going to be playing our mixtapes. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> your old, your old, uh, your your tapes with the hiss. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, fantastic dance. Yeah, man. So what uh, what nice. a pleasure. Thanks for Ooh. lending us Super your... Super dope. Yeah.
0: Can't wait to come
1: back. Oh, Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think... Uh, <laughs> I think you will. Yeah. Think you're <laughs> the new co-host. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope, hurts. man.
2: Um, and thank you for our li- to our listeners for checking in, and we are house music. Have Bye.